Hi, welcome to A Look Behind and Rewind. I'm your host, Tom Nielsen. Hey friends, are you a doobie or a don't be? Remember those famous words? They happen to come from Romper Room, a children's program of long ago, back in the days of Captain Kangaroo, Shari Lewis, and other kids' shows from the golden age of television. As baby boomers, we grew up with these shows way before programs like Sesame Street or The Crap Brothers. I know, I know, we usually deal with more adult topics on this podcast series, but given the theme of today's podcast, I thought it would be good to start off with a little soundbite from Miss Joan, wrapping up a typical episode of Romper Room. This is when she usually whipped out her magic mirror and started calling out all of us kids by name. Romper, bomper, stomper, boo. Tell me, tell me, tell me do. Magic mirror, tell me today. Did my friends at home have fun at play? Did you have a good time? There's Gary and Kathleen and Marianne and Sean and Anita, Christopher and Carrie and Ken and Margaret. And I see my friend Bobby and Pamela. My question is, how did she know all of our names? Did she have the power of ESP? And what about when your name wasn't mentioned? Wasn't that a bummer? Didn't you feel kind of left out? Aww. Well, while it was a clever idea at the time for the producers of Romper Room, it did raise those sensitive issues of inclusivity. Not everybody got their name mentioned on every single show, unfortunately. And if that became a recurring problem, despite your numerous attempts to send in fan mail giving Miss Joan your name to read aloud, then obviously the producers had an even bigger problem to deal with. Namely, some very unhappy kids who might just decide to stop watching the show, ultimately leading to a drop in the ratings. Huh? But that is neither here nor there, folks. As we grew older, it was probably no longer such a big deal. Unless you were still carrying the scars of that early experience with name discrimination. (gasps) By the time I arrived at junior high school, there was a whole new phenomenon surrounding the use of names. In 1964, a performer named Shirley Ellis hit the pop music charts with a song called The Name Game. Remember this? The Name Game. Well, that song really caught on with my classmates. It turned out you just couldn't escape it. On the bus ride home, everyone was singing it, which made for a rather noisy, rambunctious commute. And of course, everybody got their turn at hearing their own name being mixed up, mangled, and massacred. But that was supposed to be part of the fun, right? Uh Uh-huh. I can remember having rather mixed feelings about the whole thing. On the one hand, it was nice to be included in the song that way but I also couldn't help feeling that it was a sly way of using your name to make fun of you, whether you liked it or not. For example, what if you had a more unusual name like Horace, Hepzibah, or Cornelius? I don't need to remind you that at that particular age, kids could be awfully cruel in their taunting and teasing of classmates who were just a little bit different from everyone else. Thankfully, this fad didn't last too long, since Shirley Ellis' song was only on the Billboard charts for about 14 weeks, soon to be replaced by some other big hit. But while it lasted, 
it did make a lasting impression on American youth culture. One of the other interesting ways that names came into play was on that old TV game show, To Tell the Truth. For each episode, they presented us with three people, two of whom were imposters. But they all tried very hard to convince us that they were the real John Smith or the real Jane Doe. One of these three men is known as the Noodle Priest. What is your name, please? My name is John Romanello. My name is John Romanello. My name is John Romanello. Only one of these men is the real John Romanello, the noodle priest. The other two are imposters and will try to fool this panel. Merv Griffin, Betty White, Ralph Bellamy, and Kitty Carlisle on To Tell the Truth with your host, Bud Collier. Oddly enough, this was one of the first examples of somebody deliberately lying to your face right there on television. We didn't realize it at the time, but who knows what kind of permanent impact this might have had on impressionable young minds. And did it set the stage for even more outrageous lies years later? Who knows? But since it was all supposed to be in good fun, we didn't even think of the possibly negative psychological ramifications that this had. Oh well, as they say, that's entertainment. Now, if you ever watched the movie Spartacus with Kirk Douglas, Tony Curtis, and Sir Lawrence Olivier, you know that this is another example of using someone's name in a misleading way. When the Roman general Marcus Licinius Crassus tries to put down the slave rebellion by enticing the mob to identify and give up Spartacus, the leader of the rebellion, Hundreds of Kirk Douglas fellow slaves came to his defense by stepping forward in his place and claiming that each of them was Spartacus in order to throw Crassus off the scent. I'm Spartacus! 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 As you know, this became such a classic plot twist that's been used and reused over and over again countless numbers of times since then in other dramatic films as well as comedies. To borrow that old saying, the name is the same, but the identity was changed to protect the innocent. Yeah! And in recognition of what a great movie this was, in the year 2017, the United States National Film Registry singled out Spartacus for inclusion in the Library of Congress for being culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant. Wow, that was quite an honor. Amen. And now, friends, last but not least in this collection of odd stories about names, I'd like to take you back to high school days. My good friend Ike and I were in the same gym class together. And you know what a typical physical education class is like. Well, at Linden High School, they put about 60 to 70 of us male students together in a gymnasium and then expected one teacher to try to maintain order with such a large, unruly crowd of teenagers just oozing testosterone from every pore. Yuck! Needless to say, we had quite a few discipline problems in this gym class. And Coach Manley didn't know many of the names of us ordinary students because he was so busy tending to the stunts being pulled by a select few wise guys. So consequently, the entire class was often punished 
because of the sins of just a handful of troublemakers. That usually meant running endless laps around the gym or getting down on the floor and doing push-ups until they all collapsed from exhaustion. Unfair? Of course it was. What could we do about it? Well, not much. Unless we got really creative and wrote ourselves hall passes to escape from gym. Now, me and my friend Ike, we were just nameless faces in the crowd to Coach Manley, who had bigger fish to fry. As a matter of fact, back in those days, Ike and I looked very similar. We were both about the same height and weight, the same dark brown hair, same eyeglasses, you get the picture. And so because of that, Coach Manley had a hard time telling us apart. And like many teachers who were faced with extremely large class sizes, he just took the easy way out and gave us funny nicknames. So Ike and I, in Coach Manley's class, became known as the Bobsy Twins. <laughs> Worse than that, Ike was nicknamed Bob and I was Z, or vice versa. <laughs> I don't really remember myself anymore. Oh. You know, in retrospect, I wish I'd known about the movie Spartacus way back then, because instead of being called Bob and Z, I sure wish I'd been smart enough to tell Coach that my name was Spartacus, and maybe even start a little slave rebellion of our own. Whoa! Can you just imagine having 60 to 70 smart-ass teenagers all answering to the name Spartacus just to pull the wool over the eyes of our teacher? Coach Manley would have had a fit! Oh well, that was a real missed opportunity. And I bet it would have made a great movie, too. Alright, drop to the floor and give me 20. You've been listening to A Look Behind and Rewind. I'm Tom Nielsen. See you next time. Hi, this is Tom Nielsen. If you enjoyed this podcast, you're invited to hear more of our episodes at A Look Behind and Rewind. And feel free to share our link with friends, family, and others, as well as following us on buzzsprout.com, Apple, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcasts.